the National Association of Realtors, and REMAX, and Anywhere Realty, the parent company of Coldwell Banker, Century 21, Sotheby's International Realty, and Corcoran, all defendants in an antitrust suit. What's that going to do? How's that going to play out? And what's that going to do to real estate? We're going to talk about that in this episode of Real Estate Revenue. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Estate Revenue. I'm Paul Airy and welcome to the most inconsistent podcast on the air today. My ability to get one show per week out seems to be in question. And of course, I guess it never was in question. I'm just not very good at getting one a week out. So this episode, National Association of Realtors, REMAX, and Anywhere Realty, all defendants in an antitrust suit, What's the accusation here? The accusation is that the National Association of Realtors rules are requiring the seller, selling broker, the broker representing the seller in a property to pay the buying agent's commissions. That's the agent representing the buyers. Now, I've never heard that that's a requirement. However, I am a broker. I've been an agent and broker for 13 years. It's just always been practice for decades that the broker representing the seller splits the commission with the, the broker representing the buyer. What we have to understand here when we talk about this lawsuit and my opinion of the stupidity of the whole thing is that nobody's forced to do anything here. So we want to talk about how this is going to play out and what it could do to brokers and agents, what it could do to real estate in general, to the business. Now, this is probably of more interest to agents and brokers than it is to investors, but possibly not. So let's get into this a little bit and see what we can come up with. This recent development in this case is that REMAX and Anywhere Realty meaning Anywhere Realty, meaning Coldwell Banker, Century 21, Sotheby's International Realty, and Corcoran, those four companies, along with Remax, have come to a settlement in this lawsuit. The NAR has not. NAR is not settling. Good for them. I'm not a big fan of the NAR, but thank goodness they they want to go to court because I think they're right. Now, for some reason, people are always hating on real estate agents because they charge a commission. Well, real estate agents are like anybody else. They have to make a living. They're working for you if you're selling a property, and they're working for you if you're buying a property. Somebody's got to pay them. Somebody's got to pay them for their work. So what typically happens is you put your house up for sale or your commercial property up for sale. You list it with a broker. The broker is going to charge you a commission, typically 6%. That is not set by anybody's rules it's not set by law that's just the that's just the amount that most agents and brokers 
choose to charge. Now, of course, what you do when the property sells is you split that commission with the buyer's rep. Because they did the work, they brought the buyer, you got the seller, you put, you did the marketing on the property, and the buyer's rep is representing a buyer. He's out looking for houses for these people or a commercial property or whatever it is. And he comes across uh, your listing. He brings them, shows them the property, writes up the contract, and goes through all that stuff with the buyer. So he gets paid something. Now, the buyer isn't the one doing the paying. It's the seller. It comes out of the proceeds from the sale. And that commission is split, usually 3% to one side, 3% to the other side. It's always been a fair thing. You know, nobody's complained about too, too much. Sometimes sellers complain about it uh, because they don't want to pay anything. They don't want to pay to sell their house. And they're perfectly free to sell it themselves without a real estate agent. It's for sale by owner. Now, most people that do for sale by owners, they end up wishing they had a real estate agent because they don't know what the hell they're doing. And that's why you get an agent. Because they know how to sell a house. They know all the documents that need to be done. They know the process you have to go through. And it's just an easier, quicker, better process, and sometimes cheaper in the long run to have a real estate agent sell your property. You know, so what's going to happen? How is this going to play out? Well, part of the settlement, first of all, REMAX paid, is paying $55 million. Anywhere real estate is paying $83.5 million. It's ridiculous, but they're doing it. So here's the thing. REMAX has denied, I'm reading this from an article in the NAR magazine, REMAX has denied the allegations against it, but told media outlets that the company agreed to settle in order to remove uncertainty from the ongoing lawsuits. Under the proposed settlement, which still requires court approval, REMAX says it will also commit to changes to its business practices. This is where it gets kind of dicey here, where it gets interesting. And no longer require sellers to pay the agent's commission. Okay, now this other company, Anywhere Real Estate, as I said, the parent company of Coldwell Banker, Century 21, Sotheby's International Realty, and Corcoran, four pretty big brokerages in the U.S., also agreed to the same practices. Now, <laughs> what does that mean? So, Remax says it will no longer require sellers to pay the buyer's agent commit the buyer agent's commission. So who's going to pay it? If they aren't requiring it, you can darn well bet that the seller is not going to want to pay it. So they're going to expect a lower commission. Now does that mean Remax and these other realtors are going to lower their commission from 6% to 3%? Now commissions are not set by law, they're not set by regulation or by rules from the NAR. Commissions are set by by the local market, basically. A realtor, a real estate agent and broker can charge whatever they want. You know, we can charge in our market, in my market that I'm in, six percent. Most markets is six percent. Has been for decades, as long as I can remember. 
way beyond before I became a real estate broker, way back when I was building houses in, in the eighties and it was 6% then too. Now some markets is 5%, some markets is 7%. It just depends on where you are, but nobody sets it. It's, it's a, it's kind of an unwritten thing. Everyone kind of goes with, goes along with what's done in the area. So when the sellers say, okay, I'm only going to pay you 3% then. I'm not going to pay you 6 Well, guess what? As brokers, I am perfectly free to say, sorry, I'm not going to sell your house for anything less than 6% because these commissions are negotiable. Okay, now they can say they're not going to require the seller to pay the buyer's commission, but that doesn't mean they have to lower their commission. We can charge whatever we want. And I mean, it's our time, it's our work. We can charge whatever we want for our work. There's no regulation saying what we have to charge. So is that what's going to happen? I don't know. Nobody knows. That's one possibility. The other possibility is they do lower their commission to 3%. And then they try to get the buyer to pay the buyer's rep commission. Well, what's that going to do when you go buy a house? You're going to pay more. The sale price of a house is set by an appraisal usually in the comps in the neighborhood. How much the properties in the neighborhood are selling for? You think they're going to lower their price of their house by 3% because they're not paying the buyer's commission anymore? I doubt it. Then you go to the buyer. The buyer is going to have to pay that commission to to the buyer's rep. Now, Real estate agents use something called a buyer's representation agreement. And I don't usually use one. I do commercial real estate. Things operate a little differently in the world of commercial properties. But a lot of residential agents use these buyer representation agreements. They hardly ever come to court if they get broken. And one of the big reasons that they use these agreements is Sometimes when people go to buy a property, they'll be driving through the neighborhoods and they'll see a sign and they'll call that real estate agent on the sign and ask about the property. And then they'll go see another one and they'll call that agent about that property. And before you know it, they've got 10 agents in town looking for them a house and they all start running into each other and they go, oh, wait a minute, I'm looking for them a property. No, I'm looking for them a property. Well, it gets to be a big mess. has happened to me many times. So... So they have these buyer representation agreements that keeps the buyer from going around town to all the different real estate agents. Well, now they're going to have to start writing in it may already be in there. Cause like I said, I don't use these agreements. So they're going to have to start writing in that if the seller does not pay the commission, the buyer will pay the commission to the buyer's rep. That's what's going to happen. Now it could be that, That could be what will happen. So that means the buyer is going to be paying 3% more for a house. Imagine a $300,000 house. That's about average, I guess, nowadays, between three and 400,000 for a house. Let's say 300,000. Now all of a sudden the buyer has to pay 3% more to have a buyer's rep. It's another $9,000 out of their pocket that they have to pay for that buyer's rep when they buy the house. 
if they buy the house right up at appraised value and the lenders aren't going to loan anymore, they're not going to put any more into it, they're going to have to come over that money out of their pocket. Well, they may already be cutting it really close on getting the down payment in the first place. So do you think all this complication is going to put a damper on, on housing sales? Think it's going to help? No, it's not going to help. So good for the NAR for standing up and saying, no, we're not going to settle. We're going to go to court because it's not right to do it the way they're, they're agreeing to do. Now, I'm not a big fan of the National Association of Realtors. I don't care much for them. If they really wanted to have an antitrust suit, they would have an antitrust suit against the NAR for almost forcing everyone to be a member. And they're the only choice. There's no other real estate association that out there. And, you know, we up until a couple few years ago, they used to tell us you had to join. Well, now they can't say that anymore. They can't force you to join. But all the contracts that are available that realtors use come from the NAR. They come through their organization and, and through their subsidiaries. Like in Texas, we have the Texas Association of Realtors, which is, is, is it's like a, I don't know if they're owned by the NAR, but they are definitely a, they're like a subsidiary of them. They're like a sister organization. And if you belong to one, you belong to the other, basically. And, you know, if they really wanted to have an antitrust suit, that would be the antitrust suit. They have a monopoly on the Realtor Association and on those services that are provided by that Realtor Association. And they almost force you into joining. And I imagine in states where unions can force you to work under the union rules, maybe they even do force you in those states. But in Texas, they can't. We're a right-to-work state, and they can't force us to join a union here. And the NAR is almost like a union. And so they can't. They can't force us to join here, but they do have their ethics rules. They have their, their rules for operating, operating as a real estate agent and a broker. And I am glad that they're sticking up for this one. They should not, these companies should not be given in to these people that are, you know, I want to say they're idiots with lawyers, but I want to be nicer than that. So I'm not going to say that. Oops, wait, too late. So, you know, the truth is we just don't know what this is going to do to, to real estate. It could have big changes, could be huge, it could be nothing. It could be that everybody's just going to ignore it and go about doing things the way they were, even though they don't require it. That doesn't mean we can't still do it. REMAX may not require sellers to pay the, the buyer's commission, but they also can say, hey, we don't require you to pay that commission, but we're still going to charge 6%. And there's, you know, if you want to sell your house through us, you got to pay 6% or whatever it is that they normally charge. So here's the thing too. On some states now, they have made it to where you cannot run both sides of the deal. What I mean by that is, say you list your property with a broker. So that broker is the seller's broker. That's the seller side of the, of the deal. He represents the seller. Now, if somebody comes along and sees your sign or your marketing online and they call that broker directly and say, Hey, I want to buy this house. In some States, 
they have to tell that guy to go get another another realtor from another broker. In the, the more logical states like Texas, we can do both sides of the transaction. Now, there are ways you have to do it. There's a legal way to do it, but you can't do it. But now, see, they want it, it's like they want it both ways. Some of these states that don't allow that, they want to outlaw the practice of one broker, one broker doing both sides of the deal. They don't want you representing both sides. And then they don't want you paying the commission to the other side when that somebody else does the deal. So, you know, it's like they want it both ways. You can't, you can't do both sides of the deal, but you can't pay the other guy for doing the other side of the deal either. So something's going to happen here. Something's going to change. I don't think that, I mean, it could be that we lose a lot of real estate agents over it. It could be that a lot of the 1.6 million real estate agents in the U S might just be fed up with it and just say, you know, to hell with it. I'm done. This is ridiculous. It's getting, you know, it's getting, we're already in a hugely regulated industry from, from the federal side and the state side and having one more thing to deal with that really affects a real estate agent's income. It could affect an agent's income, could affect a broker's income. It's going to affect buyers and sellers. I'm sorry to tell you that, but if you own property and you want to buy and you want to buy property or sell property, this is going to affect you. And you be sure that I mean, if I was selling a property, I would gladly pay six percent. And I would tell the the broker, you take that six percent and you split it with the selling side. If somebody comes along and brings a buyer, you split that with them. And I mean, I've, I don't sell houses. I sell commercial properties. And even when I've sold my own houses, I got somebody else to sell the house for me because I don't sell houses. I have friends that sell houses that are far better at it than I am. And, and they do the same when they have commercial properties, they call me up and say, Hey, I want, I want, you need to sell this property here. And, you know, I, I would gladly pay them whatever, you know, I'd, the last one I did, I paid the guy his commission, and I even waive as a as a broker selling my own property, I can take a commission on it, and I even waive that commission usually because I want the seller, I want whoever's selling that property to get that commission, and who and whoever I get to list it to get that commission. I don't I don't need to take that commission myself. When I sell a property, I'm making enough money on it anyway that I don't have to take a commission on it to make it, to make more profit. And, you know, when somebody sells a house, I need to take into account that that person that's selling your house is working to sell your house. They are spending time and money. Yes, they're spending money to sell your house. They are, they're paying for marketing. They're paying for signs. They're paying for, they're paying gas to go out and show your property. They're paying, they're paying all the marketing expense. Marketing is not cheap. And, um, uh, you probably don't see the marketing that they do. Now there are some out there, some old school real estate agents who just stick a sign in the yard and that's it. But, uh, nowadays you got to be running ads on social media. You got to be 
doing YouTube videos. You, you know, you got to be doing a lot of stuff, putting stuff on Instagram, putting videos on Twitter and whatever. You got to put that stuff out everywhere and it takes time. You know, sometimes we hire photographers, five or 600 bucks at a pop to go out and take pictures of your property. I had to hire a drone pilot at the last one I did, the last commercial property I, I listed, you know, 200 bucks to go out and take some aerial shots. And, you know, this money, it adds up over time. One of my commercial signs is $850 and about half the time they get destroyed when they're out on the property because somebody somebody decides they can steal it and sell it for scrap metal or they can so it's okay if they run into it and they don't tell anybody so their insurance company can pay for it they just go off and leave it uh, a mangled sign on the side of the road happens all the time and you know that stuff somebody's got to pay for it i pay for it out of my pocket but you know, that's why we charge commissions. We have expenses for that stuff. And uh, selling a property is not free. And sometimes it's not cheap. And um, uh, people will complain about having to pay commissions. And that's really what this is. These people that sued them over these commissions, over paying uh, over the, the broker, the selling broker, or the listing bro- broker, paying the buyer's commission, they're upset because they had to pay 6% instead of 3%. They don't think they should have to pay that full commission. They think the buyer needs to pay the commission. So let me ask you this. When you go buy a car, do you pay part of that car salesman's commission? No, you don't. The dealer pays it. Now, yeah, he he works that into the price of the car, but you're, pay, you're not going to pay that car salesman's commission. Anything that you buy on that that is sold on commission, the buyer is not going to go in and pay part of that commission. Why should real estate be any different? Why should the buyer of a house have to pay a commission to that real estate agent when the seller should be doing it? It's the seller selling the property. They're the ones that should be paying the commission. And commissions are 100% negotiable. You can negotiate the commission. It's not set by anybody. It is negotiable. And if the if the broker doesn't want to negotiate, then you go find another broker. If you don't want to pay the commission they want to charge and they won't budge on it, then you can go find somebody. You're perfectly free to go find another broker to sell your house. So that's my rant for today on current lawsuits and where they stand and the NAR and and I have to say, these I think these real estate brokers that settled on this, I think they're a little gutless here. I think they just think they're going to save themselves some money and get out of this quick and easy. And, but I have a feeling this is going to end up biting them in the butt really bad. It's going to, I think this is going to come back and cost them more money, more money than they figured it would, more than more than they thought. In the long run, something something's not going to work here. It just doesn't feel right doesn't seem right and somebody is going to pay for something somewhere and usually guess what it's the consumer so keep that in mind next time you deal with a real estate agent and they tell you well if you want to buy a house you got to pay me a commission you can thank the people that did this that came up with this lawsuit 
thank those people for doing that to you. And that's it for this time. And I'll see you next time. And if you have any questions about real estate, hey, DM me on, on Twitter or I'm sorry, on X. Can't get used to that yet. I'll get there. At Paul Airy Biz. It's P-A-U-L-A-R-Y-B-I-Z. And ask me your questions there. I'll be happy to to uh, happy to answer your questions on a podcast or on a YouTube video. And while you're there, follow me, follow me, by the way. And uh, and that's it for this time. I'll see you next time on Real Estate Revenue. <laughs>